Across the country, students are heading back to school, but will there be enough teachers in the classrooms? Shannon Petty piece now on the last-minute scramble in districts nationwide. One, two, three. It's back-to-school time in Mifflin County, Pennsylvania. The one thing that'll be missing from some classrooms, fully certified teachers. Definitely a sports town. Mifflin County Superintendent Vance Varner has spent the final days of summer scrambling to find staff. Has it ever been this hard to find teachers? No. Um, I'm very scared. I'm worried. This is a real emergency in public education. I think everyone needs to pay attention. It's going to take more than just the educational system to fix this. Okay, we were able to find somebody. To start the school year, he's hired nine non-professional teachers with no classroom experience. And a high school English teacher job remains vacant. Across the country, teacher and other staff shortages fueled by the pandemic are showing no signs of easing. There were more than 300,000 education jobs open as of June, up 38% from this time in 2019. Students say they're feeling the effects of a trend that's been building. I think it'd be pretty rare to not have four or five substitute teachers a week at one point we had a teacher quit out like at the beginning of the year and we just were like switching substitutes every day neil and katie brenneman whose kids will be entering seventh and ninth grade have seen the staffing shortages firsthand neil a local pastor that's how we do hills and the cross-country team coach will be driving a school bus for a second year because of a shortage of bus drivers so was that intimidating, getting that seat behind the wheel for the first time? It is. Okay. It is, because it's larger than my little Honda Civic. Katie, a reading teacher, has had to juggle her job while also filling in for vacancies at her elementary school. She says she's seen growing burnout among her colleagues. There's a lack of respect of teachers, and that is very frustrating, especially when you're dealing with a parent and you're dealing with a child that... Um, is disrespectful. That is very hard on teachers. There you go. As a parent, she worries about what it means for her own kids. I just always kind of hope and pray that it's going to be somebody that's good in the classroom and is going to treat my kids with kindness. And you have to hope and pray for yes. that. You don't feel confident. I don't. I don't always. You know, I just don't know who's coming in. Go slow if you need to. An uncertainty she and so many parents will be facing for yet another school year. Shannon Petty Peace, NBC News, Mifflin County, Pennsylvania. All right, so schools have about 55,000 vacancies right now. 55,000 vacancies. And 270,000 people teaching without the right certificates. Nevada, Wisconsin, and Kansas had some of the highest vacancy rates. Alaska, Texas, and Florida have more teachers without the right qualifications. So you have teachers teaching who are unqualified to teach or they're underqualified to teach. They're, ju uh, they're just there to fill the gap. The main issue that, that I keep seeing is salary. Salary is very important. They're not making enough money to teach and deal with the shit that they have to deal with at school. So the lack of money, respect, you have to be a counselor, a therapist, a security guard, a mediator. You have to do more in your role as a teacher because we're seeing so many students come in and their home life is carrying over into school. 
and in, and to school work as well. So they come to school, they can't read, they, they can't write, they can't do math, they don't want to learn. They have a very short attention span, right? What happens at home carries over into school. What happens at school carries over into your adulthood. That's how it go. So if these kids are, are at home, they don't have no chores. They don't understand respect, no structure. They have no discipline. This carries over into to the schoolwork and their behavior at school. That means they can't be at school on time. They can't be punctual. They can't read. They can't write. They can't do math. They can't learn. They're useless. So in the real world, once you turn 18, if you can't function as an adult, you are deemed useless. Okay, so this is going to affect the job market in the future and what happened. And we're going to see this happen. So once they turn 18, if they are able to make a, a smooth transition from school to adulthood, that means they were able to read, write, do math, be on time, do their schoolwork, pass exams. And then as an adult, they're okay. They can go either into the job market, the Air Force, the Army, Navy, whatever, go to, go to a trade school, do something. And make it. If these kids can't do that. They are going to be. Useless in society. And this is what we're seeing right now. Across the nation in schools. So again it's not really. A teacher shortage right now. It's, it's not that. The issue is money. And what they have to deal with at these schools. Because these, these students are unruly. Misbehaving. They can't learn. They don't want to learn. Because their parents are not pushing them. They are not motivated. And this is what we're seeing. This breaks my heart. I moved to Indianapolis, a widow, three small children. This school is where I made friends. And not just my children, but myself also. You probably know a mom just like Deshaun Jorman. Hustling to get her kids out the door each morning. Let's look both ways. Spending hours shuttling them around town. And a mom who loved her kids' school. This was community. This is not just a building. Um, it's not just a school. But falling enrollment at Indianapolis district-run schools down 38% over the past decade, and the falling funding that comes along with that led the district to permanently close six buildings this summer, including Francis Parker Montessori. The place where Deshaun and her kids used to play, learn, and gather was getting ripped away. It was a loss to their community, not to mention sleep. Deshaun's second and third graders not only now have to go to new schools, but she said the best option to keep them in high-performing programs was to now put them in different schools. I do have to get up earlier. It's more gas because I have to be in two lines, drop-off lines. The gas is high. Um, drop-off lines are, is that the worst part of the morning? Yeah, now I'm going to have to fight the drop-off line. Deshaun's got to do it all some mornings, but she's not alone. Public schools in dozens of states are facing a crisis. The Department of Education estimates there are today nearly 2 million fewer students in U.S. public schools than before the pandemic. One of the biggest reasons, America's falling birth rate at its lowest level ever recorded. And fewer students means fewer funds. 
if you're trying to operate too many schools, you've taken resources out of your remaining schools to prop up these half-empty ones. And often that means there are not enough resources for extracurriculars, AP classes, and things like that. But this perfect storm for shutdowns is also fueled by pandemic migration out of big cities and out of public schools, more public dollars going to private, religious, and charter schools, and the drying up of COVID relief money that helped many districts delay the inevitable until now. We're expecting a lot more school closures in the next year or two as a result of the federal relief money running out. Which is why some superintendents like Alicia Johnson in Indianapolis say they're trying to get ahead of the budgetary cliff with a multi-year plan to consolidate buildings while simultaneously expanding educational offerings. Change is difficult and I am not asking nor do I expect that this is going to be a process. Um, that doesn't create situations that families are going to have to do something different. Uh, we're trying to do the hard things that need to be done so that we can get to better things for kids and families. Deshaun is no fan of the plan laid out by the superintendent. But in a way, both women are fighting for the same thing, a brighter future. I want them to learn. I want them to be, you know, have a level of confidence about themselves. And um, being in a good program can give you that. So you um, heard that story. Uh, one thing that was mentioned early in the uh, the video or the uh, news segment was the negative birth rate. So the birth rate, marriage rate, and the divorce rate is connected. Okay, so it used to be you get married, have children, and you avoid divorce. Now we're seeing the opposite. We're seeing people have children before marriage, get married later, only to get divorced in five years. So we're seeing the this pattern happen over and over again. So the birth rate really is affected by people that are living single because we're going to see a lot more people in the future live single and be alone and not have children. That's going to happen. It's happening right now. We're going to see people still getting married, but not at the at the rate they used to get married at. We're going to see, we're still seeing a increased divorce rate, which is bad. So this has a impact on the the birth rate now. And also, as I said, you uh you're going to have a lot more people living single than you know than uh, being uh, married. Um. Also, in that news segment, you heard about. People live in the big cities. You know, this is due to crime and other issues as well. So they're leaving the big cities and they're going to other areas. There's more rural. There's more urban because it's safer and the schools are better. The last thing is this. Um, people are, are leaving the public schools due to various issues. I've seen to where. Parents believe their children are not getting the best education in schools. For a, a young child to be taught about genders and how this is important. This does not carry over into the workforce, the, the job market. It doesn't. There is no need for a child that's five years old, six, seven years old to be forced to learn about genders. And, and how is different genders and binary and all this shit is useless information. It does not help them get a job. It, it does not 
help them to secure a future, save money, buy a house, have a family. It does not do that. So this is why you have a lot of parents who are opting out of having their child in a public school because what they're being taught to them is deemed useless now. It's no good for them. So now they're going into a private school or a charter school now. So the next story that I'm going to get into is talking about how students are now performing below the grade level. Again, you know, all this is going to carry over into the future, man. The job market, the school system is going to have a drastic effect on everything. So this next part says new federal report, half of public school students are now performing below grade level. The numbers surged during the pandemic. So right now they're already talking about again, uh, more mass mandates, restrictions, more shutdowns, more vaccines. It seems that every single time it's a new variant that comes out, it's a new vaccine. Um, don't know why, but it just, it makes no sense. But when, you have something as serious as the COVID-19, the coronavirus affects education, is going to affect the future. And especially young boys, when you have to have a labor market, the job market is going to be affected. The economy is going to have uh, a huge impact due to the shutdown, the restrictions. We saw this in 2020. Okay, so in the article, this is what it says. The report compiled data from various sources on the state of American primary, secondary, and higher education, looking at everything from college graduation rates to child poverty rates. Okay. While dramatic declines in scores on the National Assessment of Educational Progress test have received national attention, the newly released report sheds light on a different metric showing declines in performance. Okay. According to one survey, survey cited, American public schools reported on average that 49% of their students were behind grade level in at least one subject during the beginning of the 2022 and 2023 school year. This is only a tiny improvement compared to the beginning of 2021 and 2022 school year. When schools reported an average of 50% of their students were behind grade level. Okay. Before the pandemic, schools reported that an average of 36% of their students were behind. So that number has increased. So as students are not learning, if they can't, you know, read, write, do math, we're going to keep seeing students underperform in the classroom, but also on exams and tests. This is really key, man. Again, I, I don't know how much more I can, I can harp on the future of the job market. And, you know, people that who are entrepreneurs that create jobs for the people. It's important that we have kids in school learning and they learn the things they need to learn in order to make it as a, a, a adult. Basic things, again, reading, writing, math. If they can't do that, they can't make it in the job market. It's not going to happen. They can't make money. They can't work. They can't build any kind of wealth on their own. Due to their lack of education, motivation, and drive. And this is what we're seeing across the nation. Um, this week, I'm going to also cover a story that I saw for the unemployment rate with black men. 
And why is it's lower, which is good. But the issue is, is not as many men out there in the workforce working. And we're seeing this happen across the country. So what was once traditional and normal in America is no longer that. It has changed drastically, completely, due to what's going on as far as the environment, uh, the virus, you know, is is having a huge impact. Uh, you saw the fire out in Maui. Just uh, imagine the impact that it's going to have on the economy. The people that live and work there, the children that went to school there, imagine that the impact is going to have on them in the future. This is what I'm saying. National uh, uh, natural disasters, you know, we're seeing viruses happening, uh, school shootings. Uh, this is going to have a drastic impact on how students learn in school. And they can't keep having these setbacks and these shutdowns and parents who don't care about the child and what they learn. They have to get involved. They have to want to want their child to learn and be motivated and have a future. And have a life because so far it's a lot of, of, of Americans that are frustrated because they don't believe the American dream is a, is no longer achievable. It's so far away, man, because due to the, the economy and numerous things going on. So for these kids to have a future, it takes people to stand up and do the right thing and not just be so uh, quick to roll over and just accept everything so uh again you know this article uh sheds a light on how now students are now performing below grade level and and this is just due to setbacks man uh the shutdown the pandemic you know when that happens and, and it's not just that like i said it's it's numerous things that can affect how these students learn and how well they learn and, and what information that they can retain and remember, uh, this is going to have an impact on the future, man. And I just hope that people understand the last thing that uh, America needs right now is a bunch of young boys, especially young boys who are unable to read, write, do math and learn. And they do not want to work. If that's the case, we're, we're going to see crime go up. And these young boys that were in school that didn't learn. They were never taught, never trained, never motivated. They have no desires. They're going to really tear up America. They're going to fuck up America and have people in fear. And that's what's going to happen. And I hope that it doesn't lead to that. But based on what I've, I've been reading and seeing, it's getting there. It's getting there, man, to where you know we're going to see a, a lot of youth a lot more than we've seen in the past, unruly, bad behavior, committing crime, just turn up the streets of America. And people are going to flee the big cities, the big cities and go south and go elsewhere to safety. 